What to do, everybody? This episode, Erwin and I discuss China, and this episode really isn't about bashing China. I mean, we poke, we make fun about it, but I mean, if we get banned, cool. I mean, whatever, we deserve it. We're talking shit. But one of the questions I want you to be asking yourself while listening to this episode is that: Do we have a cost? I mean, at what, at like, how much money would it take? For you or me or anyone else to break our values, and and then I think that's a really important question. Uh, also, one other thing before we begin is that I'm I'm usually really good about citing other articles, and I uh, I completely forgot this one. There's a quote I say in the podcast, and uh, you'll you'll hear it later. But it's actually from I got that quote from an article. A Vox article by Matthew Iglesias. Uh, it's a really good article. Again, I'll link it in the show notes. And uh, yeah, I just don't want to take credit for what I didn't say because I don't want to think it's like OG content or anything coming from me. Also, I want to mention that after this episode, we will be taking a holiday break and we will try to do one before the end of the year. If not, uh, Catch you next year. Okay, enjoy. What's up, everybody? This is the Difficult to Please podcast, episode 23. 20, yes, 23. You know, I... I realize I say like the weirdest things when we're introducing the episodes. I like I was kind of going back through our, our previous episodes. I was like, man, I'm really like forcing it. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever noticed. <laughs> like I remember, like, yeah, 22. <laughs> that's what's up. Or like 21. I don't know. Like so I'm I'm trying to calm it down. <laughs> oh, so you're trying to bring the levels up? So I don't know. Like. It's a good like gimmick. I don't care. Like, yeah, I don't I mind feel it. Like I'm like, super fake about it because like it's not that like I'm purposely doing it. It's more like oh I don't know what to say, so I'm just gonna act super like out there about it. I don't know who's episode twenty three. That's what's up. Um, here we are talking about. Uh... Well, first of all, before we get into our main subject about talking about China. Uh... How's everything? You good? I'm good. I'm, I'm just listening to you. <laughs> All right. I'm following you. Um. Oh, oh, you made it sound like you're gonna say something. Like you wanted to announce something before. No, not really. I'm just oh, trying to okay. segue. Like Got it. <laughs> Did you know that? Sorry, just a random point, real quick. Yeah. Did you know that? Um. Open AI released their transmitter app. Talk to transmitter, like a full version of it. So what does that mean? Oh, so do you, do you know the quick story about it? No, that's why I'm like, what does that oh. mean? Oh, so it's basically an AI who can write. You can write literature. You can write like papers or can write whatever. Like it, it's kind of controversial in a way that people are worried that they will use this and abuse it to speak like a politician and like declare war on a different country or something like that. Oh, like the deep fakes? Yeah. It's I like gotcha. a 
written deep fake kind of thing. Oh, okay. So yeah, so they really like they hesitated for a few years, and now they like they full on like released the full copy of it, and like they're like being very very aware of it, like any potential fakes out there. Huh. Like something that could be used for abuse, but then like for most of it, it's just kind of like tongue in cheek, and like it's funny because I was listening to this one podcast where this writer this like writer used it to like just spark some ideas and she's like i wonder if there's gonna be a point where ai could write my novel ideas for me so it's just kind of interesting hmm. yeah so that's that's what happened in the last week well did you know was it wait not did you know but how much is china putting into ai a lot a lot no, definitely a lot. They're they're second behind the U.S. and they're. Do you remember the the whole video I sent you with? Um, oh yeah, our AI f- fucking yeah, robots. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I remember. Yeah, that. that yeah reference back to that episode, but yeah, no, they, they're investing a lot, a lot, a lot, and they can gather a lot more information than we can because a lot less regulations. That's it. So today's topic, obviously. Cash rules it. Oh, China rules everything around me. She brings me money. Dollar dollar bill, y'all. She sing pink. Winnie the Pooh. Oh, shit. You're just really going to go throw, throw the whole thing out there, huh? That's tight. <laughs> no, I mean, okay. Well, in talking about China and um, in in everything there is just so much that um the intersects with with our kind of podcast topics um so um when it comes to this it's very like you have to joke about it because otherwise you get like stale um because blizzard has said something about it uh about china um everybody said something about the south park yeah uh who else PewDiePie, Donald no. Trump, <laughs> Trump, everybody, everybody's gonna talk about China. It's not you can't stop it. It's just it's dumb, but everyone's like taking a jab at China, which is like hilarious in a way. And like PewDiePie said it best, China is like that one person on Twitter who can't take any criticism, so they just block everybody. But then it's like they only have like the five friends that they follow. So it's just yeah, shitty. it's like okay, it's like China and China, China, China. <laughs> just kidding. It's like it's not just China. It's like China only follows people in Hong Kong, and that's it. That's that's <laughs> that's fucked up. But okay, <laughs> they only follow Ai Weiwei. Damn. We're trying to get banned, bro. <laughs> Alright, man. Just you don't have to like make fun of China that much. All you have to say is like, yo, China has so much influence that they're using global globalization as a way to push their policies on others. Man, fuck that. That's crazy. <laughs> like it, it it's crazy how like money can influence like people's policies and stuff like that. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like Citizens Apple United, can, okay. Huh? No, I'm saying Citizens United, but okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it's it's pretty nuts because it's like, well, we have the NBA. It's like, oh, you can't talk about Hong Kong. It's like, 
the fuck? Like that's crazy. Like mm-hmm. when did when did? But then I could see at a point where it's like, well, okay, maybe the NBA isn't the place to have like political speech. But at the same time, it's like, well, players but are it's like, yeah, the human. NBA, yeah. yeah, and then like the NBA players are like the most like quote unquote woke of like the like pro sports or like. Oh, well, you had Kaepernick, you know? but you know what happened to him. Yeah, but at the same time, Trump, Trump, like, Trump. <laughs> you have like LeBron James, who's in a in a predicament, right? Where he's very like um, pro uh, social justice and and um, you know in, innovating programs to to better youth and other folks out there. But then at the same time, he's been very quiet about Hong Kong after the whole ordeal like a month ago. So it's like, it's an interesting situation. Yeah. Cause in the end of the day, it's kind of like, well, who pays them? Well, I'm not saying like China pays them no, directly, you, but you know, no, but yeah. China is like, they're contributing to his salary kind of thing. So it's yeah, kind of like, like the, the deal with Nike and like the, the, the products of like the NBA inside China is like so large. So like, yeah, it's hurting his LeBron to say something about Hong Kong is hurting his paycheck or would hurt his paycheck. So. Yeah, it, like it has some effect on his paycheck, probably like down the line. Like, what if China suddenly is like, no, nah, fuck that. We're just going to cut down all the Nike sh- uh, shops, all this, all that. No one's going to play. No one's going to watch the NBA anymore. And uh, we're just going to st- invest all our time into the Chinese basketball league. And Which Jeremy Lin. We're, we're just gonna put Jeremy Lin on the top. That's it. <laughs> is Jeremy Lin actually playing in China? Yeah. So like, he made a, <laughs> what? yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, because like he made a like a big ordeal that like after he won with the Toronto Raptors, like no one wanted to sign him. Like he couldn't get a deal anywhere else. So he was like, I gotta play in China or whatever, you know? Oh, word. Oh, give me the quick backstory on this. The TLDR on this. Um. That is the quick TLDR. Like he made a big deal. Like he, so he played get on Raptors. Signed. He won. He won. Did the whole parade with Kawhi, and then during free agency, he couldn't. Nobody wanted uh, to sign him. So it's either he gave up on the NBA or he goes and plays in China. So he went to play in China. Damn. China signing paychecks. That's what's up. Well, I mean, to yeah, well, but you can't uh, fault him. Like as an American citizen, you can't really fault him too, because in yeah, a, it's like in if a that's day, where, he's kind of just working. Yeah, it's like if that's if that's a job, you know, like if that's something that you still are passionate about, especially if it's a sport and if you have an opportunity. Granted, it's not at the highest level, like, but if you want to still play in give yourself a shot and play a game and get paid for it, then go for it. Like do your thing, man. Yeah. That's but, what Hong yeah. Kong's doing with Hearthstone and uh, Overwatch. So that's what's up. <laughs> <laughs> well, go, going back, I mean, BlizzCon was, um, was it last week or a couple weeks ago where this is, la- it was last weekend. Yeah. It was only last weekend where, where the player who criticized the go- uh, Chinese government, um, Blizzard reversed the, the perma ban, and he instead got half a year ban. That's so stupid. I mean, even after listening to like that president's like speech or apology speech, it's so 
disingenuous in a way because not once did he mention Hong Kong or the players or something like that. All he said was like, that's our bad. We could do better. We're supposed to unite people. Sorry. It's like, yo, come on, man. If you're going to make an apology, make an actual apology. Like, if you're going to stand up for, like, the company's policies, like, say it, man. That's why I thought, like, his his apology was so half-assed in a way. Yeah, and that's why, like, China, even though it's like they're the butt of everybody's joke and um, they take so much criticism and there's, like, um, like a growing movement outside of the U.S. about how they treat people, not only Hong Kong, but, like, the Uyghurs. Um, Tibet. Tibet, yeah, yeah. How, what um, they're trying to do to Taiwan, etc. And this, this stuff they do in the in the South China Sea and creating their own islands, whatever, right? Right, So right. all that stuff, like... They're shooting just, shit it, in the Philippines. Exactly. All this, <laughs> all this really weird shit is, like... <laughs> but you can't take it like <laughs> like you don't want to free your people right right but people who want real democracy whatever you know like it's it's a really interesting predicament uh real interesting predicament for people of Hong Kong uh because of their situation because at the, for the longest time there was this like free Tibet movement but it's like that fizzled free, so fast. Yes, and then it's like right now with this whole free Hong Kong movement, it's like a very, it's more vocal. It's different. There's the internet too. I don't think like Tibetan monks could be like, yeah, we gotta tweet this out. Hopefully, well, someone remember, backs us up. I, I forget. I'm gonna tweet something. Hurry up. Was it like Vox or somebody or Daily Show where like during that like free Tibet moment in time, there was like hella movies about Tibet and like being Buddhist in in the mountains. No, that sounds I like forget. a weird. I don't know if it was Vox or some, but something. I just remember something visual where, like, there was a time where, like, like, um, I don't know, whatever. But yeah, I don't know. Like, Hong Kong has done so much for China. I think than like mainland China has. Like, <laughs> I don't know if mainland China is taking more credit or what. But like Jackie Chan, Jet Li, come on, man! Like, that's like peak hong hong cinema that's like <laughs> yeah no for sure no i agree because like they're the ones who had like the deepest connections to the west and whatnot and all that too so it's kind of like everyone's kind of like um more modern view of china with like those action stars and stuff you know what i mean yeah like no one knew about like the communist side of china like they thought hong kong was china kind of thing like for the longest time i did too like i was like oh <laughs> like jackie chan jetly and all those like actors like those are chinese people that's mainland china but then like, later on i found out like that's not mainland china i'm like oh shit you know i'm actually curious about how like how they how they see the whole thing like have you followed up on any news about like what like, like what the actors are saying huh no not really i think i've i've the things i've read are like everyday hong kongers i don't know like what do you call the people of hong kong like just hong kongians I, sure yeah hong kongians hong, hong kongians. kongers hong kongers <laughs> i don't know like yeah um yeah like i haven't seen any like maybe that's like a whole like um 
like a different thing, like the whole like mainland China is trying to like do as much as they can to 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 control the narrative around Hong Kong, but right because they want yeah. like a one China kind of thing in a way. It's like they want to like they want to make sure like if you say Chinese, you're including all of them. Like you don't separate Hong Kong from like mainland China kind of thing. But what about the Uyghurs, though? Dude, yeah, no, you fuck. <laughs> It's fucked up too, but whatever. Yeah, I know. That, that needs more. Like, even like a lot of like national news outlets are saying, like, dude, like we should be talking about this, but it's so yeah. hard to because time slot, blah blah blah. Yeah, it's like, uh, well, TLDR for for those who don't know, it's uh, Uyghurs are the Chinese minority. It's rather they're Chinese who Muslims. Who uh, primarily live in Western China? Correct. And uh, the Chinese government has uh, rounded a lot of these people up. Intern into, camp them, yeah, yeah, an intern camp under the guise of uh, reeducating, uh, reeducate, reeducation. So take that as you will. That's what it is. Right. You know, thinking about now, like okay, so in more thinking recent about news, now or thinking about Mao? Now, 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 <laughs> like N O W now. Anyways, so I was just reading some news about an Overwatch. They're getting ready for their World Cup, mm-hmm. and there's a Hong Kong team who made it, <laughs> or a Hong Kong team who's participating. And like, wouldn't it be some shit if they won? Oh yeah, that's gonna be crazy. So, you know, at the time, like, if they win it, like, what are you gonna do? Like, China's gonna be like, nah, you can't give them anything. Is so, it like, what if like, if they did win, Blizzard's like, oh, you're disqualified. Sorry. So, so like, okay, so just like to to go back to like to our main argument of like our main topic of like China ruling everything, cash rules everything. It's like. What like what happens? Like what's what's the end goal of like having an uh, a foreign country dictating these like American businesses and American products? You know, like what does that mean for us? I think for us to be on the more serious side, what it means is that now we know what it's like to be on the receiving end, because in the like if you think about it. We've always been on like the positive side of it. We've never been on the receiving side of it. Like, mm-hmm. for example, like it, like this is basically global globalization to its finest. You know what I mean? Like, uh, it's always the the strongest country that's going to push their values on other countries. Like, the U.S. and Russia did. You know that's why there was a spread of communism and like democracy. And then like when it comes to economics, it's always like. U.S. like trade policy or now it's like always it's either U.S. trade policy or Chinese like trade policy now like we're basically now like we're living in an era where oh shit we're now competing with another strong economic uh, country it's like and this is like this is the reality of it because if you think about it like there are so many times where U.S. companies will go to different countries and kind of basically tell them like hey this is what you should you should do this is how you should do it and we'll take this much of the cut. Like that was like American capitalism overseas. So now like China's saying like, okay, we'll invest into you. We'll give you all this money, but don't talk shit about China. Like 
that's their that's deal now. Like, so yeah, that's just like the weirdest shit. Right. So this is like in a weird, a different type of like this is like an economic cold war for us kind of thing. You know what I mean? So I wonder if this is how like how our parents felt like saying like, oh, we can't we can't talk about community so much or we're going to be accused of co- uh, being communist or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, I do know what you mean. So it's like, uh, yeah, like maybe because we're so insular, insular from from all this uh, in our daily lives. Cause we're not we're not multimillionaires doing like business trips to China and like making making and breaking deals in Hong Kong. So it's like I don't know, like to the everyday person, like what does that mean? So like, what does uh, it? Yeah. So what does it mean for like the everyday person? In a way, not much. Like really, not much. Like well, yeah, kids still like, use TikTok. Like that's that's one thing. Like. Blizzard's still gonna put yeah. games out to China. Like that's still a thing. Like, like people every- are still gonna troll about Hong Kong yeah. and like, freedom of speech um, on on social media and not in, in in game chat rooms. It's right. Like, what and, is it? And companies aren't really gonna change because they're gonna go to the person with like the most cash to help finance them. Like that's that's the re- that's the reality of like capitalism. That's just what it is. Like China doesn't like cheap uh, manufacturing like costs, so that's why companies go to there. It's like it only makes sense, right? If you want to expand your business, ex- uh, export your st- shit to China, and like your business will grow, kind of thing. And it's so funny when people are like, "Oh, bring jobs back to China," kind of thing. It's it's weird because it's saying like even Apple said it's like, "Hey, if we bring everything back to China, everything's going to cost more because." Our standard of living is higher here. You know what I mean? Like, there's more regulations, more rules. People need more to live by, and like, it just doesn't work out for companies. Yeah, and I, it's, it's just gonna be interesting how like, how it's gonna be in in the next ten years, let's say, um, uh, for, for China's like export of like cultural. I guess uh, norms through whatever businesses and and, and like cash. I guess because right. like you you see this are like a little bit through like Korea uh, through Korean culture and mm-hmm. like how like a lot of what they do uh, or how a lot of the culture is exported through K-pop, right? And right. K-dramas. Um, so that so what does that mean for China? Like what does that come with? What what comes along with? Um, with playing Blizzard uh, games, right, and the this huge investment of, of Chinese money or whatever, you know, like not to be like, uh, I don't know, whatever, like not being like uh, insensitive to Chinese issues. So it's 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 really interesting what that's gonna mean in ten years. So, in the long run, I don't think Chinese China wins this war in a cultural kind of thing. Like in terms of like. Chinese spreading like their values to other countries. In the long term, I don't think it's gonna work. Just in the way like in the US it kinda doesn't like Chinese really work. rappers? Like are you saying like Oh shit? Like, 88 Rising eighty eight Rising's company. Fucking oh man, that'd be so sick. No. What what I'm saying is like in the long term, like their what China believes in, like their policies about the government and stuff like that, that's never gonna fly worldwide 
Like it, there's going to be so eventually someone's going to be like, nah, I don't believe in our shit. That's against my values. We're not going to do this anymore. Kind of like how people are kind of doing that with WeWork in Japan. It's like some people are like, nah, we're not yeah, going to do that we shit anymore. We're going to die soon, bro. Huh? We oh, work is I know, but I, I'm just saying because, like, uh, not with WeWork. Sorry, uh, what's that one company? SoftBank. SoftBank's investment to like all yeah, these different SoftBank. companies. Like now, people are kind of like waking up about it. But like, no, we're not gonna fucking do like f- do that anymore. Just because like WeWork had so much money, like people are started resisting pushback against uh, SoftBank, and I, I have a feeling that's gonna that's what's gonna happen in China. I mean, it happened in the U.S. Right? Like everybody from the Cold War is not kind of pushing back against the against the U.S. now. Example Turkey, but you know what I mean. Shit, like man. people, people are eventually gonna like said like, no, we're not gonna be bullied around anymore, and we're gonna like kind of stand up for like what our country's values are, and like that's you know everyone and like I, it's gonna happen in the U.S. this way. People are gonna be like, I'm not buying shit from this company anymore because consumers are the main reason why companies make profit, right? And if you don't have customers. Basically, what I'm saying is like we're gonna bankrupt these companies into like changing their morals, like because in the end, so so no more Huawei. We're just gonna like Huawei's still gonna Huawei. exist. Huawei's not just not gonna Lenovo. exist. Huh? Lenovo. What else is Chinese? Some of them are, you gotta be careful. Some of them are Taiwanese. Oh, like Acer or Asus. One of them, they're Taiwanese, so they're safe. <laughs> And they make good phones. I'm just saying, they made a good HTC phone. But what I'm saying, yeah. But but in the end, like if you think about it, business is all about making money. You know what I mean? And it's like, it's up to the consumers. It's up to like us to like eventually put our foot down and be like, nah, man. Like enough's enough. Like you know, you're not like standing up for like stuff I believe in. So do you think all this would happen before the? the full transfer over from Hong Kong uh, being this weird uh, semi-independent state to mm-hmm. a back to mainland China by 2047. 2047. I don't know. I really yeah, don't know. I, I don't know it, either. In a way, it's... <sighs> because... Hong Kong is essentially China, you know what I mean? Like that's yeah, that's China's sure. like, like China's trying to just kind of like get their, their get their country back or you know get that part of the land back to them that was taken from them in the first place. Mm-hmm. But but is it going to be like Taiwan where it's like weird? <laughs> um, or is it too like if? If China can't take Hong Kong, then it's going to eventually be like ta- uh, Taiwan. But I don't see that. Like the only thing, like the only thing I could ever see happening is that something internally changes within China that the other countries will be like, sure, we'll we'll join back into China. Like Taiwan, Taiwan and Hong Kong have to voluntarily. Um, want to be integrated back into China in order like for China to have like their country back kind of thing. You know what I mean? Um, so I don't know whether that's with a different leadership or like Xi Jinping, like 
Xi Jinping. <laughs> he like somehow compromises with one of them or changes ideas yeah, or something. Right. Like that's the only thing I can imagine happening because I think if like if the moment Xi Jinping starts like putting out military stuff out there, people are gonna notice, man. We might head to yeah, like another I war know. kind of thing. I could see that. Like, but then like for the last for the last twenty years, right? There's been like this semi cold war with like. The idea that Taiwan can like go independent, fully independent, or whatever. So it's, I don't know. It's like uh, when it comes to China and, and the amount of the economy, I think there's there's some suspect things about how they grow on the mainland, right? Like you see these documentaries of these like, uh, what is it? The, the they're putting up buildings and and roads that make no sense or like most right like these buildings don't house anybody they're putting like these really weird investments in the farms and they're trying to to overdevelop but it's like okay like so you think they're kind of like inflating their stock kind of thing i mean they could be yeah i mean that that could popular be the practice but yeah well, especially if if the government controls the economy, you can do what the fuck you want. You can print more money. No one fuck. No one's gonna really fucking know. Right, right. Do you think that's what kind of what China's doing right now? Because like they're blowing up so much. Do you think eventually it's gonna be like like China's growing way too fast, and like people are, like economic economists are like predicting that it's gonna pop someday. The the way I like to think about it is like in StarCraft. It's like <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Bring it. Let's bring. Let's bring more uh, Blizzard influences today. Suck it, Blizzard. Let's go. So like, <laughs> right? Like when you when you start the game in in a multiplayer map, you have your base, right? And you're gonna build your base. You're gonna have your you're, you're gonna mine no, 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 the minerals. That's fine, gas. But however, like you're gonna end up running out. But so you're gonna end up having like this expansion of like your base. You're gonna send. Uh, I'm going to use Terran, for example. You're going to send your SCVs. You might lift up and send your command center to another, like, close uh, (laughs) mineral center. But at the same time, it's like by the time uh, you're mining two bases, you're going to deplete the stuff at home. So that's why I see is like, okay, you see this Chinese foreign investment and, like, in Africa, and I can send links, whatever, to from like Vox articles or whatever. In the Middle East too, yeah. Yeah, and like in and um, was that, there was another one I saw too. It might have been uh, was it India or Singapore? Maybe not Singapore, but it's pretty much their help. They're investing so much money, kind of. Like I, I remember oh, reading Cam- the same article. It's Cambodia, I, I remember that's what it was. It's yeah. Cambodia because I saw from the David Chang show. Um, <laughs> nice shout out to David Chang. David Chang out here. No, but saying like, so you're gonna deplete the stuff at home. It's like at at one point you're gonna be like too much expansion in this like we like neo colonist way. Like like yeah you can have the resources and investments somewhere else but like you have this really weird situation at home right where you have too many fucking like <laughs> you have too many marines you have too many <laughs> yeah too- you're you're mining too much the resources are going away in a way yeah no that's kind of what's happening right that's why they're expanding land that's why they're making all these weird trade deals with like different countries basically saying like 
oh yeah, like you can take a loan from us, but if you can't pay it back, you can pay us us you can pay us back by letting us stay here for thirty years. Like that's the weird things they're doing in the Middle East too. It's like they're investing all this money to like different countries and they're like they're saying like, Oh, if you can't pay us back, just let us stay for thirty years and we'll be good. That's her payoff. So yeah, it's it's yeah, we'll see how this is supposed to happen. I don't know. Like the last twenty years, the economy was supposed to fail in China, but obviously it didn't. It kept going up. It's still going um, up. So it's like, like, like I feel like at this point in time, there would have been like this uproar of like the one child policy, but like not like everyone's been okay with it, right? Like it's not everyone, but like the world's been like, oh, it's they can do whatever they want. It's cool, one child policy. Hey, it benefited them. Hella. You know what I mean? Like, since they had the one child policy, the parents could focus all the money on one kid, and that kid, like, would do successful things, and, you know, that would grow the income. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's kind of helped. That one child policy. Like, what, if, what if at the end of the day, like, that's Chinese, like, angle for everywhere they go? Like, oh, you can give this money, but you gotta start doing policies about one child rule. Damn, that'd be crazy. But then... I wouldn't think, to be honest, I don't think China would be the one who like do that. I think that's going to be like overpopulation control kind of shit right there. That's going to be like, uh, what is, what's that one dystopian, Children of Men? I haven't read that one, but I've been really into like science dystopias lately. So I'll check that one out. China. But then, you know, in the end, China is like, China's good for business because companies can go there. They Apple can make their phones there. Blizzard can sell their revenue there. Whoever, whoever, it's a market, and I understand why. Like, why it's profitable to go there. But at like, there will be a point where people back home, whether it's like in the U.S. or Europe or like South America or wherever, where people would be like. Telling their like those companies like, dude, we're not gonna buy shit from you anymore because you're you're bending over backwards for like shit we don't believe in. So we out, and that will force companies to be like, all right, China, we can't do this anymore. Peace. It, it's it's gonna be interesting to see how, yeah, like you say, like culture around the world and and where, you know how like was it in. Uh, the Arab Spring, like all these kind of like populist like movements were saying like dictators got to go. So it's like, what's it going to take for uh, as a movement, as a culture to be like people to not take Chinese money, to not buy into companies or all that? Right. Because we're in like in a time period where everyone in the world they're fucking protesting everyone's mad about something everyone's like upset yeah, exactly. with the government everyone's upset with like companies or something like that and like in a way china's next and hong kong is like the start of it china's next so what does that mean for like bape so like <laughs> yo bape though <laughs> niggas would be like I'll buy that company back. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> nah, he's already doing good with human made, so whatever. Um, Unless that's made in China. Yeah. Do you know if that's made in China? Uh, questionable. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's 
I don't know. I, I, I this is like I don't have a shitty segue for anything. But okay, real quick, just before we wrap it up, um, do you could you imagine a world where people just straight up say, hey, "Fuck it, we're not gonna go to China for for products anymore." Like if everything became like made in the U.S., made in India, made in Bangladesh, you know what I mean? Like made in South Korea. Like, do you think we will ever get to that point where people just take ownership of their own manufacturing? No, because if we're going to deal with like this capitalist system and and this globalization of everything, like somebody got to make it for cheaper unless it's going to be robots. It's robots. It's definitely robots. That's what happened to Ford. That's what's happening to GM and all that. It's all robots. Yeah. Then, I mean, because <laughs> the only way... Robots are going to bankrupt China. Because, <laughs> okay, at the end of the day, it's like, okay, well... The reason why Toyota or like anybody who builds uh, like let's say Japanese cars build plants in in America, it's like well it cuts costs from shipping an entire car right Correct. from Japan to America. So like why not just build a plant in America and then ship your car your car from American plants? So like I I see that, but it's like okay like. I don't know if any like American cars are being sold in fucking like China anyways. So <laughs> Well Tesla's there now. Well Tesla's different. Right. Tesla yeah, Tesla's a different game. It's hard to say what Tesla is. Cause it doesn't have that culture of having like union workers and people like you know what I mean? Like when I think union like old school union workers, I kinda think like the car industry kind of thing. Of like any any Anything that was made in Detroit, right, right. Like that's what that's what I always assume about car companies. But Tesla's like a, good, it's a tech company that's also an auto company, and they could just download their plans on a PDF and like send it anywhere. Who can manufacture it? You know what I mean? Like that's not that's not alien to them. And they're like, all right, we just got to set up these robots and good, we're good. So yeah, it, it's gonna be a trip. I guess to see where manufacturing will lead us into the future and to see if like China can can live with it like or live without it and if like yeah and see if China can live without it and and the US can do without China yeah Yeah. well when Andrew Yang's president oh shit Andrew Yang UBI (laughs) oh remember just to link uh, our old talk with like Kaifu Lee in our AI and bots episode and collaborate that with like Andrew Yang's policies. Match made in oh, heaven no. right there, man. Oh, Everything's no. gonna be robotic and everyone's gonna have UBI. That's what's up. <laughs> I do not endorse Andrew Yang on this podcast. <laughs> FYI. I don't either, but he has good policy he has some interesting policies that I think people should read. Definitely the UBI one was like a changer for me because I used to be anti UBI and then hearing Andrew Yang's version of it, I was like, huh, interesting. I didn't think of it that way. Yang Yang. Hello. Whenever I'm cleaning a room or on the drive home, I like to listen to either a lot of podcasts or audiobooks. And Audible is actually the leading provider of digital audiobooks with over like they have a 
bunch of, on their inventory. Like it, it, it's crazy. You could find a lot of stuff from like nonfiction to fiction. And like, I kind of dabble in both. And right now you can start a 30 day free trial for one audio book and one original audible original. If you head over to audibletrialcom slash difficult to please, um, I want to recommend one. I just finished Simon Sinek's The Infinite Game, where he explores like the different mindsets or the two different mindsets that businesses, teams, and individuals tend to have. And he kind of expands on the finite and infinite games uh, popularized by James Cars. One of the big lessons I, I took from this book was that our purposes and values must be flexible to adapt to future circumstances. And you know, this, sometimes they say don't fix what's not broken. But sometimes you have to in order to preserve your values and stuff like that. Now I mean, survival of the fittest, son. I'm just kidding. Um, so head over to audibletrial.com slash difficult to please to start your 30-day free trial. Thank you and peace. What were hype on? What the, what's the, how do you, oh, what, I don't know. What did you I, name I still don't have a, I don't, I don't have a name for a new segment yet. Sure. What were hyped on? I guess I'll go first. Um, so, I got my Pokemon shirts in today, and I'm super. And oh, that's right. if you've, like, oh man, like I've told. No, you told me about this originally, right? You told me um, about these Pokemon shirts, and then, like. I- I thought you told me about it to check it out, but sure. One of us, yeah, one of us told each other about it. And then, like, I've been, like, eyeballing their Instagram account, like, every, every, like, week. Or every day, at least once. And, yeah, they're finally doing it in the U.S., and it's here. And I got it. It took three weeks, but it's here. And I'm fucking happy. And also, Pokemon Sword and Shield's coming out soon. Blah. So... That's one thing I'm excited about. Oh, I, I okay. I, there's we went hiking last Sunday, and uh, there's a spot over uh, by the Columbia River, about 45 minutes away from downtown Portland, mm-hmm. and uh, the place is called the Bridge of Gods, or the the Bridge, Bridge of Gods. The Bridge of Gods, yeah. Gods of Bridges. Yeah, that sounds very like that. Greekish. But yeah, go ahead. This is tight. <laughs> there's this, there's this um, fish shop, and then they sell uh, native caught salmon. So Back like the salmon, like, all right. So, so they're like tribal. Uh, they're they're from not from the the tribe, but <laughs> they, say tribal they have salmons? the blood. Like they they're they're Native American. Okay, and. That that fish, like the first time I've had like um, king salmon, um, like filleted and cooked it on my own. Uh-huh. That's the first time I cooked it. I'm like, yo, the fattiness of the salmon is so different from just regular, regular salmon. I'm like, holy shit, this. Are we talking <laughs> about like regular buttery. salmon from like the store, or like regular like or it, organic salmon or whatever that you want to call it? Yeah, like whatever species you find, like. King salmon, Chinook salmon is like it. There's like a upper echelon price point for that. There's a higher price point. Oh for shit, it. really? Yeah, and I I just got this the fucking like really just 
at one like fillet, like a barbecue, like throw it on the grill kind of salmon. Uh huh. And it was like ten dollars for the fillet, and I was like, holy shit! Like that that piece, like you can buy it like that same piece at like Target or wherever, right? For like eight dollars for farmed, or probably like twelve dollars for uh, organic wild shit. And this was like in between. It was like a ten dollar piece, and it was just like the the quality of the cut i was like oh shit like no oh, okay i see how it is now yeah yeah this is way better than a <laughs> store bought yeah it was way better <laughs> that's good man like this is great i you're excited about <laughs> yeah salmon cuts salmon. that's tight I made salmon chowder the other day Oof. how much of the salmon Oof. did you buy Oof. just enough but not like sixty dollars worth. I just made like it was like there was like now yeah, fifteen dollars worth of salmon. So okay, I'm gonna randomly jump back on my topic for a minute. <laughs> um, You're good. So how do you feel about like when like gaming companies or something like something like that they start like dabbling into like adult wear? You know what I mean? Like like that Pokemon dress shirt for me is like, it's so sick because it's like paying home. Like, it's like making you remember that like, Oh, I guess I'm like still a kid, but I'm also adult. You like, you know what I mean? Like if like by like, like even Galleon did this too with their adult line and stuff like that too. It's like, is like, is that, a, you think that that's a little bit more acceptable now? Because it's kind of like, it's not as subtle. It's not like me wearing like a sweater that says like anime thing, insert <laughs> quote here. Like it's just like a picture. It could be like a small pin or like a patch or something like that. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, is that. I get what you mean. Is dope. Like, is that going to be like the future? Like, is it going to be like in the future? Like, kids are wearing like over. Overwatch pins or Overwatch like dress shirts or something like that. Blizzard dress shirts. I, th- you- I think right now we're at a point where if because every I feel like everyone's confidence is so like sky high <laughs> when it comes to like dressing. Yeah. Right? It's like I'll give a fuck. Like I'll just like they'll have that attitude and where we are now with fashion and professional wear it's changed so much so i i i think it's not weird anymore right it's but there are limits right i think there are limits into to whatever field you're in like i can't Um, straight up cosplay gundam outfit and be like this is my suit to work today guys like i don't i'm not gonna (laughs) expect uh my lawyer to 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 wear pokemon shirt like it's fine like a t-shirt yeah, I, but what if he like? What if your lawyer like walked in with one of those Pokemon Stitch shirts? Like, it 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 won't be like a braggadocious like design. It would be probably be like something a little bit more subtle, like like the Pikachu's. It's like really small, but just or like it would be like the one I have is Slowpoke, but it's a <laughs> it's a striped T shirt. It's like a straight blue t-shirt and it's just like hints of slowpoke and cloister. I I think 
<laughs> well, because like I think that patterns are, I think patterns are really dope, and it's very limiting to see what people do with like flowers and and right. and paisley. Uh, f- Shit, like, yeah, it's not, <laughs> we're not talking gangster, bro. I know. Um, but I think f- you got to keep pushing fashion to be like, okay, like, let's throw in fucking Pokemons. Like, fuck it. Right. 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 Yeah, like the one I have right now. I ordered a Jigglypuff, but it's done. The pattern is done in a way where it looks like a plaid t-shirt. And it's tight. It's fucking dope. It's like one of those things where you like, when you know, you know, kind of thing. Mm, exactly. Yep. Oh, shit. All right. Yeah, that's that's it for me. <laughs> <laughs> I like that segment. I I get excited. Yeah, I've been hyped because I'm trying to save more. So I'm not really like trying to get hyped about other things. <laughs> yeah, lately I've been... I told myself I'm not spending. I'm not. Uh, I spent too much lately, and like I need to tell myself to stop. I agree. It's all good. It's not all good, man. We're adults. How am I supposed to get up there if I'm buying Pokemon shirts? You, I mean, you don't have to be like uh, uh, Gary V about it, but yeah. <laughs> oh, true, true, true. <laughs> it's like. Uh, what is it? Ramit Sethi, just if if you fucking like it, just figure it out in your budget, man. Yeah, that's true. That's how like I'm rationalizing it in my head. I'm like, I like it, I like it, but I should be saving at the same time. All right. Thanks for listening. Remember to uh, like, share, subscribe, leave a review. Uh yeah, this Thank has been episode you. 23. Bye-bye. Thanks, guys. Peace.